of What More Can I Say, a Skater Boy fancast. I'm Sabra Kojas. I'm May. I don't use my last name on this podcast. Also today, I brushed one of my cats because he's been shedding a ton. And my other cat just walked over and ate the ball of hair that I brushed off my first cat. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to make a joke about my last name because I wanted to use this time to tell you guys that. I'm horrified. I will say we do have an entire podcast to fill with time or to fill with like <laughs> things that you want to talk about. So considering, I know this feels like it's my podcast that you just like guest star on, but it is both of our podcasts. And so you are allowed to take time <laughs> elsewhere to tell dumb stories. Usually that's my thing, which is why it feels like my podcast. <laughs> but totally it's your thing. I will like talk about something that happened to me if it's unbelievably relevant. And like you will tell a story and then we will find a way to make it relevant. <laughs> That's how we got the Noah story. Exactly. It's like a different approach for each of us. I think it's important to mix it up. But I did want to tell the cat story. And I was like, there's no way I'm going to be able to make that relevant. So I just got to lead with it and then move right along. There's also like, there's only so many jokes you can make about that. It was like, it was nasty. We can all move on. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Yes, you actually tell a lot of animal stories, like, in lieu of your last name. Because remember, and by a lot, I mean, there is at least one other. You've done birds, but you, as, like, the joke, but you've also told that, like, German shepherd story. (laughs) (laughs) And the woman getting mad, the woman with the bulldog getting mad. Good stuff. I also, I have four cats, so there's, like, quite a few. Wait, I thought you had three! Oh, no, I adopted another cat in March. May, what's wrong with you? You're turning into my mother. Not your mother, my mother. Well, my mother has three cats and a dog, so I kind of am turning into my That's mother. what my mom has. Nice. And one time for her, a couple of years ago for her birthday, she goes to my dad and she goes, do you know what I want for my birthday? And he goes, another cat. And she was like, no, but now I do. Oh. Um, they did not get one. She She's kind of hold. She's waiting now. She she feels content with her three. Um, also, sometimes when they all, like, are in the same small space, like, the kitchen's not that big at my parents' house or if they're all, like, maybe flocking into the bathroom. It looks like vermin. It looks like giant <laughs> vermin are, like, <laughs> coming over. Hysterical. I can't believe my other cat has never come up in conversation. No. Yeah, I've had him for, like, two and a half months. How do the sibling cats feel about this new intruder? Huge fans. They all get really? great. So we adopted a senior cat. He's 14 and a half. No, you've definitely never mentioned this. Yeah, that's really funny. We He brief backstory on the boy is that he uh is a super old guy his owner adopted him when he was a little kitten and then recently passed away in january Mm -hmm. and so he was put into a city shelter lost a ton of weight was throwing up all the food he was given like really doing badly and so he was on a kill list and then he was (gasps) taken in by a rescue but -hmm. they were like we also totally don't know what to do with him and they said he's actually like starting to do better. He's really energetic. We think that he would do well in a home with kittens or younger cats. Mm. And I was like, I have those. <laughs> My other cats <laughs> just turned one. They're turning one this week. So we were like, well, we'll try it. And like, if if it's working, then we'll keep him. And it has worked so well. He's thriving. He was six pounds. He's nine pounds now. Oh, he's wow. doing great. We took him to the vet the other day and they were like, he's improved by leaps and bounds on like every front and he's just great he purrs constantly he sleeps in our bed he's so cute so two thumbs up (laughs) 
anyway, um, <laughs> now we've told you all the cat stories. Well, he was the one who got brushed, and then my other cat ate his. Ah, uh, I see. <laughs> so, I see. out the origin. <laughs> Yikes. Um, today we are talking about the Skater Boy movie, our hopes, dreams, and fears. <laughs> we come up with such incredible titles. I actually think I know. 90% of them have been you. I don't know. I Probably 100% of them have been you. But they really make me laugh. You came up with the greatest title of all time, which was, oh, no. does he even know how to skateboard, how do, do we, we think? think? <laughs> that's the best and you came up with the idea for the hero's journey oh true and also i still have listen skater boy from a man's perspective we'll figure out how to make it work someday i just think it's a funny phrase that's how uh, to be honest guys that's how all of our episodes come about we just say stupid (laughs) phrases and then i sometimes i guess boys lie the re-listen that one you had said that you had new thoughts and I was like okay well I can we can make that an episode but most of the time it was things like this the skater boy movie our hopes dreams and fears was the title (laughs) and now we're like okay now we need to figure out what those hopes dreams and fears actually are because gonna be honest my only fear for this movie is that I won't be in it that's my primary fear and like I can also say with like pretty good confidence that I won't be unless I start manifesting it right now. So actually we can't record this podcast. BRB. Gotta go manifest. (laughs) Gotta go manifest. (laughs) I'm just saying this is the moment to move to LA and manifest this movie. So no, I am not going to move to LA. (laughs) Um, I'm still trying to manifest a job that supposedly has been given to somebody else. Um, but things change. That's not permanent. And I felt like maybe, I don't know, because, uh, the job was reposted on one of these entertainment job Mm -hmm, sites. mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, there's a high probability that it's not being reposted by the recruiter. That it's simply being reposted by the website because they noticed that the job is still up on LinkedIn, which doesn't mean it's still available. just means they never took it off of LinkedIn. So, uh... I saw that and I was like, good chance that this is not the company, but also there's still the chance that it is. And since I have now been connected with the recruiter on LinkedIn, I like sent another message and I was like, okay, look, I know I don't have the correct title for this job, but I promise my job is infinitely more similar to the job that you're hiring for than the job that like, than what that title would be at any other job. Totally, totally, at any other totally. job, they do not have the skill set that is relevant for this job that I have because of my current job. Yeah. So we're we're bringing it. We're attracting it to me. Yeah. Um, the audience now thinks I'm crazy, but that is okay. <laughs> I do not care. That sounds like a them problem. <laughs> my friend always says, um, that sounds like an ish you. <laughs> And that really makes me laugh. Um, it also, if the audience doesn't already think I'm crazy, like, that is a them problem. That Like, they knew what they were getting into. This is episode 27, I think, maybe. <laughs> it's so incredible to say, it's your problem if you don't think I'm crazy. That's like... <laughs> That's peak Sabra. That might be peak Sabra. <laughs> this this episode is off to a flying start. Eight minutes in. Let's go. I told you my fear. Okay, so my hopes for the movie are that I'm in it. Mm-hmm. My dreams for the movie are that I get nominated for an Oscar for it. Yeah, can you imagine? <laughs> 
That would be so funny. It really would and be my funny. fear is that I won't be in it okay. or involved with it. I would write it. I don't have to be in it. I could write it. Yeah. That seems like less likely though. I had a frustrating moment where I was reading an article that was posted six hours prior to this recording where it said that Avril has a director lined up, but then the article didn't okay. say who the director was. Well, it's probably like not contract. Like she has him lined up or her lined up. I should not, I guess most directors are men. So I wasn't necessarily <laughs> wrong for saying him, but it was internally sexist to do so. Um, she probably has the director lined up. They're in the works, but like contracts have not been signed or something. So it could fall through and therefore they can't sign. I understand that, but I'm also like billboard. Why would you tell me about this? Was it billboard? Yeah. Was it entertainment? Was it E! Online? Screen I don't rant. know. I have, listen, I have a lot of windows up right now. Was this the same Screen Rant article that you were mentioning? No, that was useless okay. to me in every way. <laughs> Do you want to explain to the Yes, listeners? so there's a Screen Rant article about the movie, but because everyone has very, very, very limited details at this point, other than what Avril has told us, which is that she's making a Skater Boy movie, that it's two years in the works thus far, and that the Skater Boy, and I believe I'm quoting directly, needs to have swag. <laughs> Um, and so um, the article, yeah. when, when, um, when I say pause to you, not to the podcast, not to me editing, don't cut this out. <laughs> I was uh, hanging out with my friend and her roommate, one of her other friends, and I had fixed my friend's uh, Bumble profile and she was getting a lot uh, better matches afterwards. And so her roommate was like, oh my God, can you do mine? And it was harder because I don't know her as well, this friend I've known since we were in utero. So like, it was really easy for me to kind of match her sense of humor and like know things about her. And with her roommate, I didn't really know anything, but we were figuring it out. So we were like, just joking around, like throwing things on the wall, seeing what stuck. And the other girl says, uh, swag is for boys, classes for men. And <laughs> this is not something we'd ever heard, but apparently it was like big in her middle school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I no, I've so heard desperately, that. I wanted so desperately to put it in this girl's hinge profile and she would not let me. No. Um, so this is just to say that if the skater boy needs swag, he is in fact a skater boy and not a skater man. Yes. So in the context, by the way, of her saying that the skater boy needs to have swag, the interviewer said, is Tony Hawk going to be in the movie? And she said that he doesn't like to be referred to as a skater boy, but does like to be referred to as a skater dad. So do with that what you will. It was <laughs> kind of like it didn't really answer the question. I think the answer is Yes, but also I don't know why she said that because no one was calling him a skater boy. I guess she thought that they were asking if he would be the skater he's boy. He's 100. Like, Obviously not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's um, dealing with clicks in high school. I mean, you know what actually my, my big hope for this movie is? What? That Gretchen from your movie oh, is in it. My goodness. That's actually my primary hope for it now as well. We can circle back to that, but just to quickly wrap up the screen okay, rant yeah. point. Um, basically, the the whole article was like, Skater Boy, that could potentially be a good movie. Now, I know that may sound crazy, but hear me out. Skater Boy is a song that has a plot. There's a sequence of events in it that we can follow. So it could, it's a good movie then. So I'm like, screen rant. Buddy, your entire premise here is that if something has a plot, ergo good movie. Yeah. It sounds like that's yep. what you mean. Like, it sounds like yeah. all 
anything needs to be a good movie is that there's a sequence of events. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually going to read because I just want to be really clear that what May was saying is not an exaggeration mm-hmm. because the actual line from the article is, although initially the idea of turning her song Skater Boy into a movie sounds somewhat silly, the concept shouldn't be written off so quickly. <laughs> first of all, no one thought it was silly. Like, right. this movie, first of all, was apparently supposed to have been made like when the song came out. Mm-hmm. Second of all... Like, it's clearly a plot. Like, what do you mean it's it's only silly because it's a silly song? Right. Not because, like, you couldn't turn a song into, or this specific song, into a movie. Yeah, this is an extremely easy song to turn into a movie, which I guess is their point. They're saying, like, that it's easier to turn this into a movie than it would be to turn, like, My Immortal by Evanescence into a movie, I guess. Because that would require more... Um, you know, it's like abstracted away a little bit more. There isn't a plot to follow. I don't know why that's always my mm-hmm. example, but it always is my example. So I'm going to keep rolling with it. <laughs> the article also says stories about star-crossed lovers and stories incorporating high school stereotypes are both popular premises for a film. And this would combine the two in an exciting way. <laughs> I'm going to push back on the idea that <laughs> movies about high school stereotypes are popular as such. Like, I don't know that we need any more or that people are clamoring for more of those. I feel like it's just that's the kind of movie that is made for teenagers. And therefore, there are a lot of them. (laughs) It's like, but it's also not anymore. Right. Like it was. But now, like, I just watched the most recent movie I watched or like new movie that I watched was Crush on Hulu. And it's about a girl who uh, is in high school and she is gay and she's had a crush on this one girl forever. And she ends up becoming friends with that girl's twin sister and everybody in this movie is queer. Except not really, but it was like, uh, I was like, this is unrealistic how many queer <laughs> she, like how many queer women or uh, like femme people she could potentially date. Mm. I was like... I, I don't know, I don't know any, but like, I know lots of people from high school who now have come out, who right. like came out in college, but not in high school. So I was like, what? And anyway, she ends up falling for the sister and gotcha. the fist, blah, 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 whatever. Teenage movie. But like, that isn't about stereotypes at all, because like, that's not, it, the, the, the love story is obviously like classic, but not with lesbians and none of the rest of the movie had anything to do with stereotypes (laughs) and they all run track in the movie, which is like not something, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I do feel like, and this actually bleeds into my fears about the movie. So let's get Mm -hmm. into it. Um, I do feel like there are some movies that still go the high school stereotypes route that are coming out today. And those movies are bad. You know, like the remake of um, She's All That. Okay, but that's a remake. Right, but even still, like, that's being made for teenagers today with popular TikTok stars and whatnot. And the movie that I was in was made recently-ish, you know what I mean? Like, it didn't come out Mm -hmm. until, like, it wasn't released on Netflix until pretty recently. Like, I was already out of college, I think, by the time it was released on Netflix. Sure, but it was made kind of a while ago. We forget that we're old now, but... Yeah, no, I definitely don't forget. (laughs) I'm way into it, actually. Um... I'm, I feel like high school feels like 200 years ago and I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> but also... I feel like high school feels like two seconds ago and then I realized that 10 years ago I was not even like just starting high school. Like I was in yeah, high yeah, school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, and Skater Boy came out 20 years ago. Well, that one, that does feel like forever ago, because that feels like a song that's been around my entire life. Yeah. Like, I don't remember a life. I, I remember a time technically before Skater Boy has existed. But what did it but matter? But I don't, like, it, but I don't, like, feel like Skater Boy didn't exist at that time, right. you know? I got you. I got you. But I do feel like there's sort of a tendency to go back to the high school stereotypes thing if the writing's not very good because that's not no one's doing anything new or interesting with that every time we say this the phrase high school stereotypes i think we're gonna say high school musical and we don't I get we should about it every time we actually should here's <laughs> sidebar what's your favorite moment <laughs> in high school musical <laughs> um my favorite moment in high school musical is when Zac Efron is on the screen. Great. Actually, just kidding. When I, uh, when High School Musical came out, I was a Corbin Blue girly. I wasn't even a Zac Efron wow. girly. It wasn't until I got older. So, That's yeah. so funny. I know. My favorite moment in High School Musical is when the basketball players are wearing uh, shirts that say, Go Drama Club, and Ryan struggles to read it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a really good moment. That is genuine <laughs> A-plus comedy. <laughs> I don't know how I was able to so readily produce a favorite moment <laughs> with that much specificity, but I feel good about it. I feel great about my good. choice. <laughs> I think of, like, honestly, my favorite moment. That is a good one, or pretty much anything Sharpay says. Yeah. That time in, in Stick to the Status Quo where she's just like... Um, and something is really and then ryan goes mm -hmm. something's not right she puts her hand up and she goes really wrong yeah. <laughs> um, that's good Great. or i just like the final number uh we're all in this together it's just a good num number i like when the nachos land on her or maybe they're chili cheese fries it's really impossible to say for sure i yeah i don't i think i feel like it's chili cheese fries i don't love that moment but I support it i support everything i mean i love it because it's so like <laughs> not well done in that like it it cuts to her holding them in a way that you know she yeah. just placed them there seconds ago like it's just yeah. very funny and like you know that they were able to because sometimes like a lot of times a shot will have to be done like once like you get one mm -hmm, chance mm -hmm. at this shot sometimes if it's like they're driving a car off of a cliff like they got one shot they had one car like they don't get it they're fucked um and a lot of times things like that where the person is getting wet or getting food on them, like it's kind of one and done. Yeah. Um, but that one you could tell that, they, that is not <laughs> how they filmed it. They filmed it for safety. Yes. Anyway. Oh, I was going to talk about one more moment and okay. then we can move on, which is, I don't think this gets discussed enough. What even really is their plan with the Scholastic Decathlon? Like the beaker is bubbling over. It's so unclear to me what happens, but yet I know exactly what happens. But it's just like a kerfuffle so, that like goes perfectly for some reason. And it's such a tiny two second moment in the movie where you're like, well, what if you had like done this wrong? Like what if any of the 10 things that needed to happen perfectly had not happened perfectly and the basketball game hadn't been evacuated or whatever? And like the Scholastic Decathlon had kept going. First of all, they're really good at what they do. So nothing oh, was going to go wrong. Gotcha. And second of all, all they did was make a non-toxic gas that's i hope it was non-toxic. <laughs> i think it was smells toxic. really bad either way it smelled really <laughs> bad so everyone had to leave mm -hmm. and that bought them some time no it couldn't have been toxic because then you would have had to evacuate the whole school but didn't they evacuate the basketball game <laughs> no but they did that because the like lights were not working uh, yes. the electricity wasn't uh, working yes. 
You would think they would have just done that also with this glass of decathlon rather than risk yeah. like making it look like one of the competitors had sabotaged the event, which is right. what happened. Like you would think they would have just spoken. I have a, a hit tweet about this, by the way, but you would think <laughs> they would have just like asked any adult like, hey, can we maybe shuffle these things around? Because I have a lot of commitments and like there's extra auditions happening specifically for the two of us. Can we just like make sure that we're there? Or can I send in a video? But how would that? Okay, no, first of all, this was not. An... How would you have done a video like on a home movie camera? This was like uh, a really long time ago. I don't remember what year. I was trying to do the math real fast in my head, but I couldn't do math and talk at the same time. It was, um, no, I'm not going to try again. <laughs> so it was a really long time ago. They have like smartphones where they could just record anything. And then two, the whole point was that the theater auditions did get moved. They weren't supposed to be at the same time as everything else. They got moved on purpose. No, yes, so that I know this. Show up. Right. But I'm saying you can't just like reschedule a whole basketball game because there's another team involved. You can't just reschedule the Scholastic Decathlon because there's another team involved just for two people no, you would of course reschedule the auditions considering the auditions are only for these two people right but they were already rescheduled yeah you would say obviously these two meddling kids are trying to not have any competition miss <laughs> darbus surely you won't stand for this <sighs> so anyway the skater boy movie <laughs> i just think it's important <laughs> because actually i'm glad that we got onto the high school musical discussion because the High School Musical is a great movie, no notes. Yes, I'm pushing back on this moment, but it's a perfect movie and we all know it. And like, will the Skater Boy movie be a High School Musical or will it be a nameless movie that I was in that's just dreadful and I would not recommend that anyone watch it? So here's the thing. What I guess here's what we can say with our hopes, dreams, and fears what makes something a good movie that stands the test of time? Because unfortunately, although I love High School Musical, it came out when I was nine years old. Mm -hmm. So yes, it's great and classic and I still watch it, but like, I don't think I would watch it if it came out now. Mm -hmm. I'd be mm -hmm. like, there's no, they don't even kiss in the first movie. Like that's not for me, that is for children. So, like what is there another i guess mean girls is is another movie that really feels like it stands the test of time that was 2004 but i didn't watch it till i was maybe 15 or 16. that one works because it's hilarious um and it was written by a person who is hilarious and skater boy won't be yeah probably, I, unless I they get me to write it be. in which case i just don't think it will be and that's, you're saying exactly what my fear is, because here's a great example. I don't know if you ever saw, and I think I texted you about this a while back, but I don't know if you ever saw the leaked script for the Powerpuff Girls live action show that they were going to maybe do. No. Oh my God. I thought they did go back and they, they'd canceled it, but now they were like, they're back to trying to make it. I thought. Um, I heard they were going back to the drawing board and then I heard nothing for a really long time and I think it's been scrapped because okay. then also one of the actors dropped out and I just don't think it's yeah. happening. But the script was so like trying to sound like millennials in a way that millennials have absolutely never talked. And it was very much like trying to reference like woke stuff in a really clunky way and trying to like... Mm -hmm. Basically, all of the jokes were, like, weird jokes about sex that were, like, 
just the whole joke is it's a Powerpuff Girl and sex. Wait, this makes me sad. I just looked it up. It's Diablo Cody. Yes, no, so that's the thing. I like Diablo Cody, but this was a huge miss. And I do think you can kind of tell. For those who don't know, Diablo Cody wrote Juno. Yes. Which and, is an Oscar-nominated um, movie. Jennifer's Body. And Jennifer's Body. And more recently, Tully. Yeah. And it's just like some of that dialogue from like Juno and stuff like that. Like obviously the iconic gold shorts go Carol moment from Juno. <laughs> like some of her snappy <laughs> dialogue is so good. And the Powerpuff Girls script was just so not it. And I sort of question whether with good actors who can really like inhabit that kind of thing and make it seem natural, even if it's insane, would mm-hmm. it work? And I honestly having read a good chunk of the script i don't think it would work even with really good actors and i think it's just because even with me listen you could do your very best but it's not good right <laughs> <laughs> i just think it's like you really run a risk when you're working with source material that is we talk a lot about nostalgia culture on this podcast but that is referencing something that people are nostalgic for because then you tend to rely on jokes that are sort of that like ruined childhood kind of joke where it's like mm-hmm. it's a powerpuff girl and she's talking about sex like i don't think that that is enough to be a joke you know like the, the yeah. joke about sex needs to be funny beyond it being a powerpuff girl saying it, you know what i mean yeah and i kind of it's like that whole thing of like sometimes people will be like theorizing maybe the rugrats are about like a uh, one of the kids in the mm. Rugrats died and then this is like the, and I'm yeah. like I don't I've never cared less about anything it's it's a show yeah. about babies yeah I hate that shit because it's not true and they try to pass it off like it is mm-hmm. true so like all the memes are like actually did you know yeah and it's like well I didn't know that because it's not true it's not correct do you want to hear my least favorite one yeah my least favorite example of that is that some people say as though it is fact that the characters in Winnie the Pooh are each based off of a different mental illness. Oh, yes. Like, that one at least seems to check out slightly more than all of the other ones. Right, but you have to understand, like, the books were written in, like, 1904 or something. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, they're based off of stories that a guy was telling to his kid. It's just, like, not at all correct. And then also it's, like, weird and creepy. I think people are just trying to explain why Eeyore was so depressed. <laughs> and the answer is because it didn't really funny. fit with the rest of like, it. Like I I so as someone who has like told stories to little kids, you're going to have like an unhinged character that you personally think is funny. Like the idea of having like a depressed donkey character like one of your stuffed animals is really sad and gloomy all the time. That's like a dad trying to make himself laugh. <laughs> And his tail keeps falling or off. Or maybe the kid was really funny. Because also my my youngest sister has made up characters that are so crazy. Like when she was really, really little, she got this baby doll and she named him Aaron Judge after the baseball player Aaron Judge. So it's like a little tiny baby doll named Aaron Judge. And then she made up a whole backstory where he was completely addicted to caffeine and really in a bad mood all the time. <laughs> It was so hysterical. How old was she? she was probably like six. That's crazy. Yeah. She has a vivid imagination, that girl. Or like <laughs> she had another character who was a bunny who hated everyone, including her. <gasps> Yikes. Do we think that she's got some internal shit going on? No, no, I think she's hysterical. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 
She had another character named Wheeze, who was a wingless bee. And he was always like putting on a whole front of feeling great about the fact that he had no wings because he secretly was sad about it. <laughs> Why does this girl understand human emotions more than I do? I know. Don't even get me started on her other character who was herself wearing a top hat um, and was transformed into a magician named Parmigiro. Okay, solid. And the whole thing of Parmigiro was he talked in an Italian accent and you can't look under his hat. Is it bad that I think all white people who aren't Jewish are Italian? <laughs> I'm not Italian. I know it's not true. No, I know you're not, but in my mind you yeah, are. Yeah, no, that's totally fine. I, I often will okay. say that I'm Italian when I'm making pasta. So I think it works. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I guess that's our main fear for the Scare Boy movie is that it won't be good. good. Yeah, that is our primary fear. And we're still going to have to spend like $18 to go yeah, see Yeah, because we will. Theaters. And frankly, if they'll let me into the premiere, then I'll be there. I will claw my way into the premiere. Um, well, that is, I mean, I've heard people of people doing this and I've never done it, where you just like show up to events yeah. and like, just like be confident until you get in. And people like one podcaster we've mentioned on here before uh, met Stephen Colbert that mm -hmm. way. Um, someone else I was listening to, I think, hooked up with the, fuck, it's the dude, um, I think it was, like, the dude from Last Man on Earth. Maybe it was one of those, like, white dudes yeah, who yeah, does yeah. comedy. Um, so, like, <laughs> that's what we gotta do. Well, I, so the, the premiere of Birds of Prey happened in mm -hmm. London while I was in London, and it was right outside of where I was living. And I was looking down onto the red carpet going, I for sure could get onto this red carpet. Definitely. <laughs> if I showed up in a fancy okay. outfit, yeah, no doubt. So we are going to manifest me being in the Stigator Boy movie. Right. And then if not, we're going to manifest going to the red carpet and the premiere anyway, and that the premiere will be in New York so I don't have to travel. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> I feel like it should be in Ontario, if I'm honest, but yes. Um, she lives in California She does, now. but I feel like she should uh, give a nod to her roots. I mean, Toronto, I feel like, at least. No, I do agree I with you, but things... I think it would be funnier if it were Ontario. And I always okay. go with the thing I would think would be funnier. So, Ontario it is. Uh <laughs> Alrighty, um... Any, what other, whatever other thoughts? Who do, we, who do you want? If you had to pick right now, to who would play the skater boy? Well, that's the thing. So she said it needs to be someone with a lot of swag. And then someone said Sean White, which like, he's not an actor. And he's old. And he's old, Why yes. Why are these people picking old people? I have no idea. But then I thought about it and I realized that I really don't know any young actors other than like the Stranger Things kids. Well, my friend and I are writing a screenplay and she goes, who do you imagine for this main male role? And I took one second and immediately said Dylan O'Brien. Mm -hmm. And she was like, oh my God, I was also thinking Dylan oh, O'Brien. So we were like, just very on the same with like, he's a little bit also too old for this, but just to say like, it doesn't have to be necessarily young actors, but somebody who is older and can play Young, right. younger. I don't know that I super know any of those either. I'm very out of touch. <sighs> Tragic. Honestly, I just don't care about actors' names. Um, I like to see them in things, but I don't need to know who they are. <laughs> I agree with that. There's the Stranger Things kids, and then there's also the kids from the It movies. There is one overlapping kid in there, <laughs> but those are That's the only little... young actors I know. Stranger Things, I guess, works. It, I, I mean, I guess the It movie I'm thinking about is many years old. And oh, so no, I mean It. Very little at the time. It 
uh, 2017. No, that's the one. Yeah, that's a long time ago. That's five years ago. Yeah, but ago. one of the kids from Stranger Things is in that. Okay. So they're the same age range. Yeah, but also because those kids are actually like kids, I don't know, they just look young. And I'm thinking this has to be more of like a euphoria thing. Well, they don't look young anymore. I mean, the new season of Stranger Things just came out i don't watch it why would you think i watched no i assume you have seen them also i'm simply saying that the new season came out (laughs) um and by telling you that i'm assuming you don't know (laughs) otherwise why would i tell you no i actually did know that oh interesting for it right now (laughs) the truth comes out (laughs) but those kids like how old is millie bobby brown she's 18 yeah so they're the exact right age range yeah i still feel like 20 <laughs> 20 to play younger um do you because... want me to say tom holland is that what you want <laughs> Oof, no i do not that's, that's actually only, really uh... very much not what i want you to do and he has no swag i mean i think we can all agree i think he would agree with me i think he would also agree yeah. with you but i'm gonna pull up actors who are in their 20s <laughs> Um, except that this is giving us Nick Jonas because he's 29 and that's not that's what, not, that's a little that's absolutely too much. It. Or Cole Sprouse because he's also 29. Another firm um, no from me. The problem is what I want, Davidson. can I be honest, what I want is an unknown. I don't because I need the movie to have, I, I just, I just don't want it. I don't actually have a reason. Fair I enough. Just don't well, actually, now that I think about it, if you are starring in it, then they would need. Right, a we can't have two unknowns. <laughs> also, Jaden Smith. Would you Smith. be playing the Jaden Smith? I could roll with. I think. I mean, isn't he a bad actor? I don't know if he is, but <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen him act. He's just on this list, and like visually, I feel like he looks correct. Yeah, I agree. With and that. like vibe wise, he feels correct. But can he act? Probably. I don't not. think so. I'll be honest. I don't think so. Another person on this list is Ross Lynch. And actually that feels kind of right in the way that we think of yeah, the skater yeah, boy. Yeah, 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 <laughs> Because we think of him as being, not, as being like... Yeah. Also because he just kind of vaguely looks like Noah. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> and so in my mind, this is correct. Not in a swaggy way. Jaden Smith has like the swag, but <laughs> Ross Lynch feels... Like, the person that you would reject for not being good enough for you in high school. Totally. Totally. And I actually wonder, I have questions about this movie. How hard are they leaning into that? Is this dude going to actually be a loser in high school? You know, what's the situation? Because that would change who I would cast. Also, would you be playing the ballerina or the narrator? And which one will the movie focus on? Slash, who are we supposed to root for? So, I would play i guess i would have to be playing the narrator because acting wise i don't give off a preppy enough vibe and i think because the movie is avril lavigne's we are rooting for the narrator but actually you know what i think is probably gonna happen is that the skater boy is going to be the protagonist which like isn't correct who is the protagonist of the song? Well, we've established the ballerina. The we ballerina. said that the ballerina yeah. was the protagonist, right? I mean, time and time again, we've established. That. But then I wonder: is the narrator going to be someone that they know from high school? Because otherwise, it's going to be like a, uh, you know, we're in the present day, and she's telling a story that happened in the past that she wasn't involved in. Here's what I would do. Here's what I would do with it. I, as the writer, I would say that the narrator is at high school with these people she is in the same clique as the skater boy 
she longs for him he barely knows he just sees her as a bro so so he's not interested in her or doesn't even realize he like you have that one stupid line of like it's so great that we're just friends yeah, and like that's yeah, so yeah. cool and i love having friends yeah it's like a max from sweet life of zach and cody situation yes definitely. and then she puts a dress on and he's like oh girl what uh? <laughs> <laughs> that's such a wild reference also because one time i put a hat on and i looked exactly like her <laughs> Wow. Um, so I don't wear hats anymore. Um, wow. So, yes. Yeah, so the skater boy's pining after the ballerina, um, making our narrator our protagonist. And then the catalyst, I guess, would be that there's, like, a battle of the bands going on. Yeah. Except that none of them know how to play instruments. Mm -hmm. So she's like, we have to win this for whatever reason. Like, maybe there's a prize money she needs or whatever. I don't know. She's decided they have to win this battle of the bands. And so she gets her skater click involved. And then the ballerina and her friends are also entering the battle of the bands. But they're more like the in Camp Rock. They're like the blonde girl. Or right. in um, Princess Diaries, they're also the blonde yeah, girl. Yeah, yeah. The curse friends. of the blonde girl. Yes. So they're the ones who are like, oh, we're pretty and we dance and like we stand in that triangle formation and we like <laughs> bop around. We do that weird shoulder move from Camp Rock. Yes. And the, the skater click does more like in Lemonade Mouth where they're like singing from the heart and writing good music and whatever. This is so many references. Basically, yeah. I'm just making Lemonade Mouth. <laughs> it does sound that way. <laughs> Or you're making that one movie about creating the perfect rock girl from, like, the early, early, early 2000s that stars the dude from Phil of the Future. Um, I don't know that. I was gonna say there's a, TV, a children's TV show called How to Rock, but that was, like, after our time. Ah, see, I don't know that one. Interesting. A lot of cultural touchstones here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, they have to enter this battle of the bands. In doing so, they learn these instruments, they write these songs, they're doing really well, something goes wrong, maybe, oh, maybe the ballerina, like, fake flirts with the skater boy uh -huh. to try to, like, mess him up. Yeah, 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 yeah. But she's supposed to secretly want him as well. I think we have to either cut that, or that only comes in in the, like... She says, like, oh, my God, secretly, I've always wanted you. And just, like, my friends didn't like your clothes, so I couldn't. But really, she's lying. But I feel like this is potentially, first of all, I think this is probably, something like this is probably what they're going to do. But I also do feel like then, if you take away her being the protagonist, then you miss the lesson a little bit. Because if she really is just faking that she was interested in him and only likes him now for clout, then it takes away from the fact that she makes a decision not to be with somebody she likes because of appearances. Yeah, you're right. So that's just a whole different movie then. Well, right. And you can only do one. So <laughs> I think it's like Skater Boy Part 1, Skater Boy Part 2, oh but they're wildly God, different yeah. movies. <laughs> I think the thing that makes it difficult is that the Avril character is like so smug and, and villainous seeming at the end that if you were to make this a movie where she was the protagonist, you would need to completely change it. Uh, sorry if y'all can hear the rain hitting my air conditioner. Yeah, I mean, it would be a different... But the thing, again, here's my... Okay, remember that time that Screen Rant article said that this may be actually a good idea for a movie? I think it's a bad idea for a movie because it Whoa. doesn't make sense as a song. Yes. The plot didn't make any sense, so how do you turn that into a movie? Right. Practice, practice, practice. 
Practicing what? <laughs> That's just the the punchline to a joke, so I felt like it would go there. Do you know the joke, how do you get to Carnegie Hall? No. Practice, practice, practice. Practice, practice, practice. Yeah. That's what we're doing here. How would you make this into a movie? <laughs> practice, practice, practice. <laughs> you know what? I completely stand by that joke. Be yourself. Everyone else is already taken. But you stole the joke. <laughs> no, I repurposed a punchline in a clever new way. <sighs> Maybe. So... What we're saying from this is we fear that the movie makes no sense. Yeah. And also, by the way, um, good art- artists borrow great artists steal. So <laughs> jot that down. Okay. But you've also talked specifically about how you hate when people steal jokes. And that's but, like the number one way to like. <laughs> but now I'm talking about art. <laughs> no, but jokes are art. What? You just stole a joke. I'm so confused. I'm just going to stand on my truth. Okay. May is just <laughs> shaking her head as in... I should know that it's okay to, for her to steal jokes and not Wait, for other people to steal jokes? what is the difference? Like, do you think there's no difference between stealing a joke and making a reference? I'm interested. No, no, <laughs> there is. Obviously there is. And I, no, I'm not actually saying you're stealing this joke because that would be like every time somebody does who's on first. Yes. Or that like they would be memes. stealing that one. <laughs> Just like memes aren't allowed to exist. That's maybe a little bit more valid, but <laughs> what we're saying. Sabra, a, for a strong anti-meme stance on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen the show Z-Way on Showtime? Uh, I know of it. I, I've seen videos okay. of her before doing interviews. Yeah, so stuff. she's uh, like hosting like a talk show. She interviews a celebrity guest, but she's doing like a character. It's kind of like Colbert Report-esque. And she will put, like, a chyron on the screen when the guest says something that she'll, like, to just completely take them out of context or, like, twist their words or something. And so that would be it. That would be, like, you know, that's not even really twisting my words, but it would still be, like, Sabra Coaches, anti-meme. Exactly. So if podcasts had chyrons, that's what I'd do right here. Yeah, I would love that. The other thing that concerns me about this movie is that most of what I've heard about it is that there's going to be a lot of cameos and a bunch of cameos does not a good movie make. Are we just making, we're just doing he's all that where we're just going to get a bunch of TikTok stars and make a terrible movie? I think so. That is the fear that haunts me. See, okay. Honestly, though, if that happens, though, I won't see it in theaters. I'd rather just bootleg it at that point in order to like take a stand and be like, this is not okay. Well, I'd watch it on a streaming service somewhere. But I certainly wouldn't see it in theaters. Yeah. You know what I would do, actually? I would watch it exactly how I watched He's All That, which is like a teenager was watching it in front of me on a plane. (laughs) (laughs) That's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, because even if, like, if if you watch He's All That within the first, like, week or so of it coming out, that counts as a view for Netflix to be like, this got this many views, meaning it was successful, and we should do this more often. And, like... I will not do that. I will not have it. Do not cast non-actors to be actors just because they got some TikTok clout for, like, being generically pretty. Like, I don't even understand the appeal here. Yeah. It's not good. It's not good. So, just to say, we will watch the Skater Boy movie if they actually try to make a legitimate movie. But if you try to make a 90-minute TikTok video, I will not be. I will not support that. Yeah. What is, out of curiosity, what is your favorite iconic high school movie? Um, probably Mean Girls or Clueless. I think Clueless for me. It's so good. 
Yeah, I think the issue with Mean Girls is I've just seen it so many times that like I know every single line and so well, there I, isn't I, any element of surprise. Right. I mean, have I talked about my issue with Mean Girls? No. I watched it when I was like a senior in high school. So we watched it probably the same year. Yeah. Maybe at the same time. I think so. But at that point, so the thing that made it annoying going into that movie was obviously the plot revolved around her being, having previously been homeschooled. And I was homeschooled oh. <laughs> for high school. So people kept on being like, yes. what do you mean you haven't watched Mean Girls? You're homeschooled, which was very annoying. But whatever. But then I finally watched it and I literally knew every line already. Because people yeah, quoted because it so quoted much it so that often. before I even saw it, I knew every joke. And so I was like, yeah. I think if I had seen this three years ago, I would have really liked it. But it's too late yeah. for me now. That ship has sailed. So for me, it has absolutely no rewatch potential. Because I was like, yeah, okay, all those no, jokes I mean, were funny. Good. Yeah, that, it's upsetting to me that that's the reason. Because even the homeschooled thing, like, if anything, it does a really good job of, like, not... Because she's the main character, so it's not about, like homeschool like oh she has no social skills like she's awkward and like she's the perfect level of awkward where it's realistic but not like a caricature i agree with that and also i mean obviously her situation is very different from mine like her she lived in another country blah 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 like i was just homeschooled amongst people going to school so right different yeah completely different yeah so i like clueless i like mean girls um i like high school musical obviously juno is great Oh, Juno's um, so good. Juno's so good. Movie. Except for that Powerpuff Girl script. Yeah, big thumbs down for that one. I don't know what you were doing, buddy. And then the one that I watch most often, I've talked about this before because it's terrible, but I watch Sleepover pretty much oh, yep. yearly, yep. which is like almost a high school mo- movie because they're going into high school. It's mm-hmm. their summer before high school. Um, that movie's bad, but I won't <laughs> stop watching it. Well, the one that you would really think I would love that I don't like really at all is the craft i don't know it it's about these witches who are in high school and they are looking for like a fourth witch to do all their rituals and what all and then a girl moves to the town that they're like you can be the fourth witch in our crew and it's not good it's a cult classic people really love it but it's not for me and i was really thinking it was for me but i'm just not into magic things like that's actually the point of contention with me and my writing partner is she loves magic so she loves like the 13 going on 30s or like even just like a hint of magic like she likes in um love actually there's like a little hint of magic at right, the end right, because right. the dude is at the airport whatever whatever and i hate that stuff i hate it i just want everything to be realistic mm-hmm. And that is, like, an issue with us. Because she also just wants to, like, throw in magic wherever. And I'm like, no. Yeah. It's either going to be you wrote a magical premise or there's nothing. I mean, this one's very much like you would think it would be totally in my wheelhouse. Because it's a bunch of very stylish goth girls going to high school. But it's just I have so many serious critiques of that movie where there's a character that I think they really ruin. There's, like, so many things about it that I'm like, I don't know what I'm supposed to feel after watching this. Like, no one comes out a hero, but not in an artfully done way. I just think it's a mess. Sorry if you love this movie. Alrighty. Do you have any other hopes, dreams, and fears for the Skater Boy movie? I mean, I would like to not roll my eyes the whole time. Yeah, that's solid. You know? And I would like to have some jokes that I laugh at, and I would like to not cringe. I could cringe a little bit. Like, I don't think that... The other thing is, I would love to be clear on who the target audience was, because is this for current high school students, or is it for people who grew up listening to Skater Boy? It's gotta be for us. Right? 
Right? Yeah, but then I feel like they can do a really bad job with that. You know, if if it's all like the Powerpuff Girls thing where the whole thing is like, (laughs) get it because it was your childhood and now it's like, you're old. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I also low-key hoping it just never happens. Yeah, I agree with that. Oop, she said the she said the quiet part out loud. <laughs> yeah. I would love for it to be great. I mean, it would be so cool if this was just a genuinely incredible movie that became a new mm-hmm. iconic high school movie. I would love that. Yes. I don't see it happening. Obviously, but I would love obviously that. that's the goal. Yeah. But I just yeah, I don't really see a universe in which that happens. So I'm kind of like preparing myself. Yeah. But and also like uh, yeah, I want them to get a really good writer. Like Yes. I mean most of the writers that I, like, really follow are TV writers, except maybe um, Leslie Headland. Uh, but, and she actually does a lot of TV now, but she did a lot of movies before. But, and this is not her vibe and would not be for her. But, like, if it was, like, a Tracy Wigfield who she wrote for 30 Rock and then she had a TV show called Great News and now she writes the Saved by the Bell reboot, she does an incredible job with the Saved by the Bell reboot. Mm. And if it was that, where it's, like, making fun of it but also like is like you don't necessarily have to have the context of the original show it's not there for like nostalgia purposes it's there to like make fun of that and then like it also addresses the issues of like uh when school districts have different amounts of money and so kids in lower incomes don't get the same education as kids in higher incomes that's like the whole premise of the show is like the lower-income students have to get bussed into this really preppy school. Mm-hmm. And so if that was the Skater Boy movie, I think that would be an yeah. absolutely fantastic Well, I movie. also would love, and it's been very unclear from interviews with Avril Lavigne what the answer to this question is, I would love to know why this has to be a movie. Um, and is there a reason other than that it's a song with a plot that's iconic? Because I don't no, think it's a song that's... with a plot that's iconic. What else do you need? Well, <laughs> right. But I don't think that's enough of a reason to make a whole movie out of it because the song tells the story already. Why do we need to expand on it? It would be to clarify. So that would be actually, actually, we've talked about, right? I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast or just in life, but the all too well uh, short film, how we didn't like it. We talked about this on the podcast. We didn't like it because it didn't do anything to clarify the song. So it was just an extended music video where we got no new information and the parts that didn't necessarily make sense from the song of like, why was the age difference an issue? That None of that was explained through the movie. So in Skater Boy, I guess our main hope would be that some of this could be explained. So who's the protagonist? Does the ballerina actually like the skater boy or not? What is the message? Is the message like to date your high school sweetheart and get married? Or is it to not not date somebody because of appearances? All of that could be clarified for us. Yeah. I would just love to hear it, you know, from Avril. Hey, Avril, let me know. Why does it need to be a movie? (laughs) Why do you feel that it needs to be a movie? Is it just because people have said this sounds like a teen movie because again that's not a good enough reason because she wants to and we should support her dreams no go off listen go nuts get crazy get wild Alrighty. Well, <laughs> this has been another episode of What More Can I Say, Skater Boy Fancast. If you want to send in your hopes, dreams, and fears for the Skater Boy movie, you can send us a voice message. The 
uh, link is in the description of this. Or you can send us a message on Twitter at SkaterFanCast. Um, that would probably be the only one of those that I would actually get. Fair enough. Um, or you can follow me on Twitter at Sabrakojas. Can I make it any more obvious? Hopefully the movie does.